All right. Could be the move pod. Happy 139. Let's do this, folks. Let's fucking do this. 139. 39. How about an athlete? How about uh, David Steckel? Used to play for the Washington Capitals fourth line center. He's notoriously known for elbowing, accidentally elbowing Sidney Crosby. Accidentally, he'd elbow him. He just like hit him in the head, but. Crosby wasn't looking. Steckel was skating forward. It looked accidental. But Penguins fans out there still think it was intentional. But David Steckel always liked him. I wouldn't think that David Steckel would do something so 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 cheap, so so disgusting. But uh yeah, it's a thirty nine I can thirty nine I can think of right now. Uh let's think of another thirty nine. I'm going to the book. I'm going to the book, the newly Acquired book. Don't have to deal with that bullshit website ranker anymore. So I'm going to the book, and let's see what we got. Oh, Dominic Hasek. Oh, man, he was such a beast, dude. Two-time Hart Trophy winner. He also just absolutely destroyed the Caps, dude. Every single time the Caps played the Sabres. He was just always standing on his head. So good. I Honestly, he's probably one of the best hockey players I've ever seen play. He's probably he's easily in the top 10, maybe in the top five, like legit hockey players I've ever seen play. He would just stone the Capitals every single game. I don't know how we got past them in the, was it 1999 Eastern Conference Finals? Jue Juno with the game winner, the series winner. That was my fucking Caps knowledge. Let's go, dude. Um, So what else we got? MLB, Len Barker, Dave Parker, stud, dude. I think Dave Parker won an MVP. NASCAR, Ryan Newman, NFL, Larry Zonka, Steven Jackson. That's a good one. Steven Jackson was a freaking horse, dude. That guy was a beast. Uh, NHL, Doug Waits. He was solid, nice American boy. Rick DiPietro, another American boy. He got that contract from the Islanders, man. A lot of cash. Long contract, too. That was like the Bobby Bonilla contract, the NHL. Then uh, Dominic Hasek. Um... Dave Parker, I got to see if he won MVP, dude. I think he did, but I just got to double check. So I'm not, you know, not the casual up here saying ridiculous things. Dave Parker, did you win the MVP? Guys, we're going to get to the moves in a second. Just got to get loose, you know? Got to get loose. Loosen up the old brain, if you will. Your boy's got tea tonight, too, man. I was thinking about cracking a beer, but I'm like, ah, I think I'm good. You know, I had enough alcohol over the weekend. I'm a nice little tea. Oh, uh, there's the sip. Shout out AK. Decent sip, man. Not really giving it too much thought anymore, which I think making the sips better. He's 7.2. All right. Um, what am I doing here? Dave Parker. MVP. Did he win MVP? I think he did, dude. Come on, give it to me. MVP. Fuck yeah, dude. I knew it. 1978. Let's see what this MVP year looked like. 30 dingers, 117 RBI, batted 334, OBP 394, slugging 585, OPS 979 led the league, OPS plus 166. See, this is a thing that I find so interesting about uh, the stat war, is it's so on point, man. It's so on point. I think it's like, I think it's the best stat in sports. I mean, yeah, it's not perfect, 
but I think it's a really good stat. And if you look at like past MVPs, like all their war is pretty high. You know what I mean? Like these old timers had that eye test and the stat and the eye test is kind of like, you know what I mean? I guess they had numbers back then, like batting average, home runs and all that sort of stuff. But like, you know, I'm talking about like your overall, what you bring to the table game in and game out. War's on point, man. Uh, looking at the voting, though, Ron Gudry, Gudry, am I saying that wrong? I don't know, man. I've actually never seen this player before. New York Yankee had a 9.6 war. Am I supposed to know this guy, dude? Cy Young, two-time, okay. As long as he's not in the Hall of Fame, that'd be a tough look for me. All right, so Dave Parker, MVP, 39. Dominic Hasek, 39. Let's go on to some moves. Actually, no, I got to give a shout-out here, dude. I ran into uh, a could be the move pod listener, dude. Tommy L. So the waste management open work trip, and uh, yeah, I was getting content for the account Glue Guy Sports, and uh, yeah, it was a nice little, it was a nice little um, fucking uh, road trip from sunny Los Angeles to Scottsdale. We jumped in a van, me and some of the Friday Beers crew. And we got some content, and it was a good time. And it was me and my buddy Lupica, co-worker, buddy, whatever you want to call it, both, you know. And uh, we were getting some content, and near the end of the day, I was like, dude, let's just go to 16, huh? See what the whole vibe is, see if we can get some uh, some some action. Actually, we were supposed to meet up with uh, a couple of guys. Fucking Rusty Featherstone, dude. That's savage. And we're getting some content from him, but we're like uh, waiting in line for hole 16, dude. And so I'm not sure if you guys saw the story. Well, it was it Thursday or whatever? But I had the had the Ovechkin jersey for the road trip. That's a move that was sent in. Oh, what the fuck? Chris C? Is that who sent in? I think that's Chris C. Yeah. Uh, he sent that bad boy in. And I was like, I got to try it out. I love that move. High on it, dude. So I wore a jersey and I was pumped up. I was ready to go. And, um, Gave the van a couple slaps. Gave it three slaps. Felt like, uh, you know, two might have been. If you got, if you don't watch the story, I'm sorry for this. You probably, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But I gave the van a slap after closing the trunk three times. Slapped it three times. I got a little shit for that. People were like, dude, I would have slapped twice. I'm like, yeah, I get that. I think three was a little aggressive. But yeah, I had my uh, Ovechkin jersey on. And then uh, I ended up wearing my Ovechkin jersey to the tournament. Because, dude, I woke up. And in the morning, I was like getting sunscreen. I was getting everything dialed in. All those other fucking kids were, like, still waking up, trying to figure it out. I'm like, let's go, dude. I'm, I'm ready to go, man. So I was driving around in the morning to get tickets and stuff because we left them at this one place and whatever. So I got the tickets. I'm walking around Scottsdale in the morning, dude. I'm like, it's freaking freezing. It's cold. Like, I'm not walking around in shorts and T-shirts. So I put on some pants, and I'm like, the only long sleeve shirt I got is this jersey. So I'm like, I'm wearing it. Actually, it was great. It was great for content, too, man, because, like, people would – See me, OB, whatever. I'm like, hey, can I interview you real quick? Friday beer, cool guy sports. But, uh, yeah, so we're waiting in line, hole 16, and uh guy pulls up behind with his buddy, and he's like, dude, Ovechkin jersey, could be the move. I was like, no way. So, uh, yeah, we started chit-chat, nice guy, and, uh, yeah, it was great, man. It was cool. It was cool, you know, just talking moves, all that stuff. It was funny because it's like, that's the thing, you know, because he's like, hey, what's up, Tom? Nice to meet you. I'm like, yo, what's the at? What's your at? Because I know you guys, based off of your Instagram profile pic, 
and your at and what it looks like because I get all the moves and I read them and stuff. So he said what his at was, and I was like, oh, okay. And I sort of like, sort of got it, but not really. I was like, I think I know. I think I know the at. But then when I got back home and he like, he tagged me in a, a, a uh, uh, Instagram post and stuff, I was like, oh, shit, this guy, Tommy L. Fuck yeah, dude. And then you show me uh, a back and forth with uh, his buddy, Caleb. I'm like, dude, I, I know these like ats. I know the moves that you guys sent in. So it was funny. I was like, oh, I I was more familiar with the moves that Tommy L sent in after the fact. Because I, I think I said, oh, yeah, totally. You know, <laughs> like trying to kind of be polite. But I think I sort of got it. I was like, okay, it's it's one of like three people. So there's a couple times that send stuff send some stuff in. But it was cool, man. We're talking moves, having a good time. And then, uh, yeah, went our separate ways on hole 16. Nice to meet him. So shout out Tommy L. Thanks for the moves. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for the nice chit-chat on hole 16 while we were waiting. Dude, 16 was sick, bro. Drinks weren't that expensive, too. 10 bucks? I was surprised. I was like, I'd spend 13 You know what I mean? But that's lame, though, dude. Right? You go to these fucking spots and beers are like $16. It's such a buzzkill, man. But, uh, yeah, it was, it's delicious. It was actually like one of the best Coors Lights I've ever had in my life. I don't know what was going on. Maybe I was just tired and exhausted, and I got so many, got done talking to so many different people. I'm like, you know, the Coors Light would hit the spot, and it really did. So, shout-out Tommy L. And, um, yeah, what else we got, guys? We got some moves. We got some fucking moves. It's taken me a while to get into it, but we're getting into it right now. Got uh, three good moves and a follow-up on a move, guys. Follow-up on a move. Don't see that too often. So let's go into the first one here. This first one is from Johnny D. I think his name's Ross on uh, IG. Like, I clicked the profile to see if the name was there. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm going with Johnny D, dude. Going with Johnny D because the Instagram at's pretty sick. And Johnny D just sounds dope, too. Not saying that Ross doesn't, but you know what I mean? Okay, this first move, Johnny D says, Sometimes when I feel stuck in a rut, I'll switch my toothpaste flavor to something that tastes way different. Shakes up the whole bathroom routine. Could be the move. I don't know. Dude, that's a fucking move, too. I didn't realize that until now. He did CBTM IDK. So IDK was after CBTM. You don't see that too often, guys. Damn, dude. That's like the move now, right? That's like the move I'm going to talk about. I'm not saying it's the move, but it's the move I'm going to talk about. Because I don't know if it's a move, right? A lot of moves out there. So, yeah, man. I like this CBTM IDK. I think it switches it up a little bit, you know? Johnny D's a bit of a everyone goes right, he goes left sort of guy. You know what I mean? I respect that. I respect that. But uh, let's talk about the main move here. I guess that's up for debate what the main move is. But the first move that he insinuates, nice word, Bobby, nice word, Sometimes when I feel stuck in a rut, I'll switch up my toothpaste flavor. Dude, I was in a pretty good rut like two weeks ago and even last week. Not like a depressed rut, you know, not like an anxious rut, but I'm just like just doing the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again. Not that it's a bad thing. It, it's stuff that I, I'm happy to do. You know what I mean? This isn't stuff where I'm like, ah, oh, I want to change. I want to do this and that. It's like stuff where I'm like, okay. This is how I am going to move my career, 
my physical fitness, all the above for it is if I get into this routine and I've been dialed in on this routine, but it's like, it's a lot sometimes, you know what I mean? It's a lot. And I was like, dude, I got to shake things up. I don't know what it is. And then I went on this trip to Scottsdale and I feel like I'm back in my routine. That was good. It kind of shook me up a little bit. Now, not everyone has the luxury to go on a work trip to Scottsdale where we get drunk and we go to this cool club and this isn't a humble brag, but this is just what happened. We had this party, fucking Cardi B was there, Matt Leinart was there. I just found out fucking Ed Reed was there. I didn't get a chance to run into him. But it's just this big club. I was so out of my element, dude. I'm like, I don't. I, this is why I don't go to clubs. Dude. I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know where to stand. I don't know what, do I talk to girls? Do I not? I was just having a good time. It was fun. But I'm like, what am I doing? You know, clubs isn't really my vibe. I like shitty dive bars with like gross bathrooms. So... Yeah, I was able to kind of get out of my rut by experiencing all that, going to Scottsdale, getting shit-faced. That was fun. And now I'm ready to go. Now I feel like my routine's routine's dialed in. I'm doing laundry right now. It's great. But if you don't have a little vacation or some fun work trip coming up, you got to figure it out, right? And Johnny D's like, yo, I'm just going to change my toothpaste flavor. That's fucking brilliant, dude. Just little shit like that. I'm telling you, man. Johnny D's telling me that's such a great fucking move, dude. Anything you can do to shake things up just a little bit, man, you know, cause it's like you get your routine. I'm a big routine guy. I'm a big routine guy. And sometimes I get into it so much. It's like, you know, things start getting a little dull and you got to shake it up somehow. So yeah, I like this move a lot, dude. I like it. I'm fucking high on this move. This is great, dude. You just change up the toothpaste toothpaste flavor. And then he follows it up, dude. I was like, dude, this move's fucking great. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. I appreciate you. He's like, now, if you really want to go foolhardo, you get like the six-pack of different flavors. I'm like, yo, this fucking guy, Johnny D, doesn't play, man. I think this shit's brilliant. I really do. I think it's brilliant. I think it's just like one of those things, small little things that you could do. You can change it up. You're like, you know what? I, I have another, I have a fresh outlook right now. This stuff's so good. I mean, it's better than like, what? You're feeling in a rut and you buy some fucking ridiculous thing, some coat, some shirt that you don't really need. It's expensive. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I got that rush of dopamine, but I'm not sure if I really need this. I think it's great, man. Cheap way to kind of shake things up a touch. I like little shit like that, man. You know what I mean? Just little shit like that. Like, uh, like two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling kind of uh, dull and out of. I'm gonna sleep on the couch. <laughs> I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. That's how I'm gonna shake things up. You know, I might kind of sound pathetic. Oh, your life? Why don't you just, you know, I don't even, I don't even know. Go out on a bender and do a lot of cup. That's not really me, dude. I don't, I don't do that, right? And I'm not sure why I just created some character to make fun of me. <laughs> like, I'm sleeping on the couch, dude. And you sleep on the couch. We've been doing this at work. We do uh, Jersey Wednesdays. That's a fun way to shake things up, too, man. It's great. Wednesday girls are in. I'm like, oh, what's my jersey going to be? I'm trying to figure out what my next jersey is going to be. But I wore my uh, Jason Kidd jersey last week. It's fucking sick, dude. So, yeah, a little shit like that, man. I love stuff like that. And I'm glad that Johnny D shared it with me. And uh, this is me sharing it to the Could Be The Move pod listeners. Thanks again for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. 
quick sip. Let's transition on to the next move. You know, it's going to be funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this. And some people like, chop. <laughs> oh, man. That shit cracks me up, dude. I think that's a funny move right there. I think that could be the move. It's just like when somebody says like a really good move that you like, you just chop. <laughs> I guess it could be chop, too. I don't know. All right. This next move. All right, so this is a move that I wrote into a script a long time ago. I used to be big into scripts and writing. That's what I kind of wanted to be, I guess, for a certain point in time. I'm not sure if I really wanted to be a screenwriter, but I was just really interested in the process of like writing movies and production and all that. So I would like read scripts and I would write scripts. This is college, my junior and senior year. I was involved with like uh, production, and my buddy was a film major, so I'd help him out with flicks. I'd help him write. I'd act in some of his stuff. And then my, I made a comedy movie my senior year, and it was at the the Towson Film Festival, and it was like, you know, it was one of the twenty four hour things. It was fun. It was a comedy, and uh, this is something that I wrote into a script that I wanted to direct. I never got the chance to. I just a lot of time, and I was like, all right, whatever. But I wrote the script. And this was a scene that I had in one of the flicks. Let's see here. It's pulled up. One second. It's from Jack F. And Jack F. says, Purposely rear-end a hot girl's car to get her number. I don't know. It could be the move. All right. So let's talk about this move here. The idea of it is hilarious to me. Now, this character in the script, I remember, he was like, as Freddie Beer says, the drought god. He's always struggling to get girls, to talk to girls. He was always like nervous. He didn't really know, you know, how to approach girls, what to do, this and that. And finally he just he snaps and he's like, I need to I need to talk to this girl. And he just doesn't know what to do. And he just rear ends her. So that was like the scene that was what I envisioned in my head. And it's in I would love to find this script somewhere. It might be my old laptop or somewhere, but that was uh, what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, it'd be so funny if he just rear-ends the girl. So he, it's an excuse to talk to her. Like, he has to kind of talk to her, exchange information and stuff, right? So I get this move. I'm like, this is great. This is fucking great. I think it's a, I mean, it's like great move. It's like, it's great on, uh, on a screen, right? Cinema, because you see it and you're like, oh, this is cool. You get to watch this guy rear-ends the girl. You don't have to deal with the repercussions of being in an accident. But the idea of this is just so funny to me, right? I mean, no one's going to pull this off. I hope not, right? There's got to be other ways. I guess you could be that guy that like pulls up to the side of him and like tries to run game. That's tough, dude. If you can pull that move off and get a number, get a date, good for you. But you rear some girls. Maybe just like a love tap, right? Maybe just a love tap where there's not a whole lot of damage or there's no damage. And you both go your separate ways. But maybe exchange information because like, hey, just in case, whatever, boom. Now, I'm not going to pull this off. and I wouldn't advise anybody to pull this off. Is it the move? I don't know. Could it be the move? I don't know, dude. <laughs> oh, man. That shit's so funny to me. What's, uh, what's he saying, Big Daddy? When he's... Uh, Half the battles initiating the conversation. It really is, right? When you're talking to girls, 
trying to run game on a girl, especially like in public, and it's like you make eye contact, and you're like, oh, was that like a moment? Do we have a thing? And you're like, oh, man, this is going to be brutal, dude. <laughs> right? When you start running game in public, and it's like, let's say you're at a coffee shop like Starbucks, dude. You just feel the energy around you like, yo, this guy's running game. What's he doing? And you're talking like, fuck, not get an audience. Bro, that's just tough, man. I've been there, dude. I've been there a lot. I'm going to say a lot. Pretty good amount. And, um, yeah, it's it's not fun, dude. It's not fun. <laughs> I mean, every now and then you get a number and you get a date. That's, that's fun, I guess, too, right? But, like, <laughs> is it really worth it, right? I mean, I guess so. Maybe. Depends. But sometimes she's like, oh, man, this is such a fucking grind. Here we go. We're chatting. Uh, I guess I'll ask for a number. Oh, she's got a boyfriend. Fuck! Oh, man. That's just, like, getting turned down, it's not the worst thing, but it it does kind of suck for a little bit. That's the thing, though. Getting turned down in public, you just get this feel that people around you are like, oh, you screw this up. I would have done this better. It's like, no, no, you fucking wouldn't have, dude. You wouldn't have initiated. I'm in there fucking taking grenades while you're in the corner watching me fucking get trap metal, right? <laughs> I tried. I tried to do a metaphor there. But, yeah, man, just a little bump. And then and now, now she's stuck. She's got to talk to you for, like, ten minutes, right? So now you got the stage. You got uh, you got your moment. <laughs> so, oh, man, just trap her in her conversation for ten minutes. Oh, now you got to talk to me for 10 minutes. Those are the rules. We got to exchange information. You can't drive anywhere. No, that's illegal. <laughs> oh, man. Making it a legal responsibility for her to talk to you for 10 minutes. I guess if, like, she gets rear-ended, can't she just, like, bounce? Nah, she can't. Well, that, that's considered, like, a hit and run, right? Yeah, man. This is so funny, dude. Just the idea of it's hilarious. People are like, oh, it's shot. Why would you do that? Why don't you just talk to her like a real man? Shut up, dude. <laughs> right? Just fucking shut up. <laughs> uh, we get it, dude. You run game on girls. We get it, dude. <laughs> oh, man. This T's hitting the goddamn spot, dude. Thanks, Jeff F. Jack F. for sending this move in. I got to save this move for... uh. Another discussion. This move's hilarious. Uh, yeah. All right. Next move is from Maddie M. Maddie M. Ooh, I like this one. Pre-game with the boys. Spice it up with some rock band two. Living on a prayer in parentheses. Good tunes that everybody feels included. I don't know. Could be the move. Dude, Rock Band is fucking sick. It needs to make some sort of comeback. I was thinking about Rock Band not too long ago, and it's wild that I saw this move because I was like, whoa, this is fucking perfect. Now I can talk about this because I've been thinking about it. I'm like, we need some Rock Band at work, dude. Rock Band's fucking sick. I had so much fun playing that game. Whatever instrument it was. Bass, I'm chilling, dude. Guitar, all right, solo comes up. Big moment. Here we go. Drums was great. Drums was fun. And vocals was a blast, dude. All the above. I, I would be happy to play any instrument. Now, you know, bass three times in a row. 
maybe I'd like to shake it up, get a little guitar, get a little drums going. But even bass, though, you're chilling. You can get, like, the most drunk and not have to really worry about fucking up. A lot of bass lines are pretty simple in that game. But yeah, little maps, little creep, Radiohead, Cherub Rock, some bops, dude. It's just you and sabotage, bro. I mean, I would do this all the time with my buddies in college, man. My sophomore year, we were going to Mike's uh, Mike's dorm room. Mike and Nick, I come down there with Jeff. Jeff was good at the drums, dude. He was sneaky good at the drums. I'm not sure there's anything sneaky about it, dude. That guy got behind the kid. Everyone knew. All right, well, drums are taken care of. All right, Bobby D, what do you got? I was pretty good at guitar. Also a pretty good vocalist, too. Not the best. Not the best vocalist, but solid enough. You give me a little oasis, don't look back in anger, dude. Let's go, man. Slip and slide the yacht. You have to, like, sing with the accent, too. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so much fun. Slam a couple beers. Then go to the bars with your fake IDs. Oh, it was a blast, man. My whole crew, I remember they got, uh, we all got our fake IDs from the same spot. All my buddies got their fake IDs stolen. Not stolen. Uh, taken away from, like, the bouncers and stuff. Except for your boy. Yeah, man. Some of my friends were really risky with their fake IDs. They'd go to, like, the cool bars, like, the high-end bars. Not the high-end, but, like, the really popular bars where they were tough on fakes. they just get them swiped, dude. Bouncer's like, no, dude. Yeah, man. But great move. Rock Band 2. I did so much fun. I would love to play rock. Oh, my gosh, dude. Quick Rock Band 2 story. This is original Rock Band. One of my buddies, we were down. It was just like we were having like a house party. This is like back when everyone's home for, what was it, spring break? Whenever they came. I don't know what it was. We were back. Hanging out my buddy's basement, drinking some beers. And it was like kind of those college days where we had nothing really going on. But we like, had a 30-pack. We're like, oh, let's just crush a bunch of beers in Sean's basement, right? So we were doing that. And it was getting pretty late. And I was like pretty much passing out on his couch. Same with my buddy Sean. He's on the other couch or he went upstairs or whatever. And my buddy Luis didn't want to stop drinking, dude. He keeps hammering beers. And I think he got, like, tequila, too, and he's just getting ripped. And then he starts playing rock band by himself. Dude, it was one of the funniest things I've seen in my life. He put the whole mic in his mouth, and he started playing the guitar, and he was, like, trying to do the drums also all at the same time. And he was actually doing a pretty decent job, which was fucking hilarious, which made it so funny because he was actually, like, passing and doing solid. Oh, my gosh, man. And then he just, like, got done. He was doing maps, and he just finished, and he just, like, ran home. It was wild. But, yeah, Rock Band, man. So many great memories, dude. They're all coming back to me. It's like, why why can't I create these new fun memories, right? Why do I got to stop? Why, why was that just a quick little flash? It was a quick little flash, Rock Band. Oh, great game. We're on to the next one. No, dude. Let's go back. I mean, Mario always has some sort of reboot. Mario Kart, all that stuff. Goldeneye's having a reboot. How about a rock band reboot? It's kind of expensive, though, right? All the instruments and stuff, but worth it. Goddamn worth it, I'll tell you that much. All right, thank you very much, Maddie M., for sending that one over. All right, last move. Last move. So I'm going to do a follow-up on a move here. So I mentioned the Super Bowl solo, okay? I was talking about that, and uh, 
I was like, yeah, I think it could be the move. Guess what? I tried it out. Yep, I tried it out, man. It was Sunday. I got back from Scottsdale. Sunday, Saturday night. Fucking drove six hours in some bullshit van. That thing was like one of the worst motor vehicles I've ever driven in my entire life. So I'm tired. Saturday, Saturday night, I'm back. I sleep. I wake up. Get some stuff done. Had to do a lot of work. And then I'm realizing, like, oh, shit, like the game's going to start somewhat soon, like an hour and a half. And my buddy invited me over to his place. I, you know, I was like, oh, cool, nice. He's like, yeah, my girlfriend's having some people over. She's got some cool house. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'll let you know. I'll see what's up. And I was like, you know what, dude? No disrespect to anyone that was at that house, but I was like, I don't really feel like being social right now. I'm not sure if I can walk into somebody's house who... uh well, I guess I know his girlfriend, but like other people that I don't know, it's going to be tough. I'm going to have to do like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Like that whole small talk thing, which I don't mind in most situations. That's fine. I'm a social dude. I can be extroverted. But in that moment, I was like, no, nah, man, I, I don't have the energy. I'm good. I'm, I'm just going to hang out here. And then there was my buddy called me up. And said, hey, you going to go to this? I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I'm just going to chill and watch the game and I did that and it was fucking great man it was awesome I was so locked in watched every play watched every play watched how I like to watch it didn't have to deal with um, casual saying casual things or guys that think they know more about the game talking and saying things that are like kind of ridiculous but they do kind of make you sound smart you know what I mean I got to take it all in by myself and not hear anyone's opinion. It was awesome. I'm like, this fucking right tackle is jumping every single time. I don't care what the replay shows or whatever. This this fucking right tackle's jumping on every single play. <laughs> I don't even know why I had to say that, right? But that was that's what I was thinking. I'm like, why is this right tackle? Like, false start. That's a false start. But yeah, man. It was it was awesome, and that game was great. I bet the Chiefs, and I know everyone was pissed off about that holding call, but I don't know, man. Looked like a hold. Would the game have been a lot more, a lot more entertaining if they didn't call that hold? Yes, thousand percent. To watch Jalen Hurts down by three, march up the field, maybe get a touchdown, maybe get a field goal, maybe throw a pick. I don't know, but yes, the game would have been a lot more entertaining. Did I like the call? No. Was it a hold? Looked like it. But, dude, I'm so over. Okay, I'll get back to the move in a second. I'm so over, like, everyone just jumping on the refs. Like, yeah, it was a big-time call. I understand that. It had a big impact on the game, no doubt. Like, but sorry you didn't get your fairy tale ending that you wanted, right? That's sports, dude. <laughs> That's fucking sports. It's not always like that, right? It's it just seemed like a bunch of like spoiled fans just on Twitter like hey and NFL should have done that they ruined like yeah but that's sports though dude sometimes shit like this happens it's like what it was a call that got caught that got made but a lot of factors led up to that right I'll try to limit this sports rant down but a lot of factors led up to that I don't know maybe don't let Mahomes complete every pass except for one. Don't let the largest punt return happen in NFL history. Don't burn your time out in 
the early third or whatever it was, Sirianni hates to use those timeouts. Remember, like, in the – was it early in the third? Like, they took a delay game because you don't want to use this timeout. They ended up using the timeout because they couldn't get a – it was about to be a delay game. That timeout, that burn ended up haunting them, dude. They would have had 50 seconds, no timeouts, which is definitely doable. So many things led up to that. And then that ref made that call on the hold, and everyone's just, like, freaking out. It's like, dude, I mean – did I like to call it? No, but it was like, that shit happens, right? I don't know, man. It just seemed like it was too much. I'm like pushing back. Like it was fun when the degenerates out there were saying that it was rigged and this and that, and you bet on games and you start seeing shit happen. It's like, oh, that's kind of funny. The degenerates talk, but now it's like betting is so it's all over the place now, right? It's illegal in so many states, and now everyone's just like, ah, it's rigged. It's like, I'm pushing back so hard, dude, on the other direction. of like, all right, I'm done with it, dude. I'm so, it's just so overplayed. I'm done with it. I'm calling it chop. That's where I stand on that. That's where I stand. It was a great game. Would it have been a lot more fun to watch Jalen Hurts down by three drive? Yeah, but it didn't happen. They called the hold. Did it ruin the game? I don't know. I still enjoyed watching it. And now maybe I'm just saying this because I bet on the Chiefs and I won a nice bet. That could be the case too. But all right, going back to that. Sorry, I didn't get that off my chest. Um, Yeah, dude, Solo was great, man. Solo was great. I was able to text my buddies too the whole time. Didn't feel like I was being rude, right? Because it's like when I'm in a social situation, sometimes I'm home with my phone a lot. I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of being rude. I got to interact with people around me. And, uh, yeah, it was cool, man. I recommend, I recommend if you want to give it a go sometime, it's, it was, uh, it was fun. And I really feel like a loser either. Right. Cause it's like other people were inviting me to do things. So it's not like I couldn't find anything to do. I could just be making this up to cover my ass. Right. Like this fucking loser dude. But yeah, man, high on the move. Super Bowl solo, I guess any big game solo, it's like, it's a decent play. But also it's like, it is fun though when you're with your buddies and you're all rooting for the same team or whatever. Big score happens. Oh, you the man, no, you the man. That is fun too, man. So you do miss that. And you do miss uh, the excitement. I see, maybe it's not, maybe it doesn't play. I don't know. Shit, man, because it would have been funny to watch I think Jaron McKinnon sliding before he scored went completely overlooked, right? Like, I've seen so many running backs, like, just go into the end zone and just like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to score then. I'm going to go in. Jeremy, he didn't. He slid. Nick Chubb didn't slide. Was it against the Jets, like, week two or whatever? They ended up getting, they ended up losing the game. So watching him slide and the reaction from the casuals would have been so funny, dude. Would have been so funny. One of my buddies was telling me that his uncle was losing his mind. Like, why did you slide? It's like, that was the smartest thing you possibly could have done. That's why he slid. So to watch that shit go down sometimes is very entertaining to me. Like, I went to a hockey game, Kings. Was it Kings-Oilers game six? And I was in this... uh box situation it was cool like uh this guy hit me up he's like yo i got some tickets last second my buddy hooked it up he works for the kings like you want to go I was like yeah sure so we're in this box and we're sharing it with like these this other crew 
and the other crew, they were having a good time, but they were casuals. They were just complete casuals, and I'm not bashing on them, all right? It's like they were having fun, right? Fun. They're not disrespecting anybody. They're not throwing beer. They're having a good time. But they were cheering and losing their minds during the hockey game at points where it's like, okay, uh, maybe it's chill out a little bit, right? It's like a three on, um, it'd be like a two on two breakout and they'd be skating on the ice and they'd be losing their minds. Like, God, I shoot it. It's like, dude, they're dumping the puck in because they need a line change. Why don't you shoot? It's like, whoa, bro. So that element, I think is kind of funny to witness in a big game or the casuals, right? You're like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> now maybe it's like that. Maybe that could be a personal issue on my end where it's like, I don't know. I feel holier in that point in time. Maybe. I don't know, man. There's not many times in my life where I feel like I'm the smartest person in the room. Okay. There's not many times every now and then, I guess if we're talking about a certain subject and I'm like, wow, I'm the smartest guy in the room right now. We're talking PGA Tour golf, and no one knows about the PGA Tour. I'm the smartest guy in the room. NFL, do I know the most about the NFL out of all my friends? No. Am I in the upper echelon when it comes to random people that I don't know? Yeah, definitely. So I think maybe I, maybe the sicko inside me enjoys that, to like that, uh, that feel of like, Oh man, I'm like really intelligent right now compared to everybody else with the knowledge. So yeah, man, maybe it's not the move. I don't know, but I think it could be the move. So that's what I got guys. That's, that's, that's all I got. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys sending the moves in IG Twitter Dude, Twitter has been buzzing. I wanted to use a tweet today, but I looked at it and I was like, I'll save it for next week. Twitter's been buzzing, man. So many funny moves get sent in. I retweet a bunch. It's great, man. TikTok's always fun too. Instagram, Facebook, still got it. Also, we're gonna start doing some uh, a live recording on YouTube. So we're gonna figure that out. It's gonna be fun. I like to get to the point where I'm doing it twice a week. That'd be so much freaking fun. So much freaking fun, man. Um, yeah, man. If you guys enjoy the pod, feel free to give it a rating. You know. If it's if you enjoyed it, feel free to give it a good score. If you didn't, I'm sorry. I'll try harder next time. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's all I got. Thanks for tuning in. We'll get uh, episode 140 next week. Later, guys.